This is the Emergency Medical Minute, sponsored by Health One. The Emergency Medical Minute is excited to announce that we are now offering AMA, PRA, Category 1 credits via online course modules. To access these and for more information, visit our website at www.emergencymedicalminute.com backslash CME-courses or simply click on the link in our show notes and create an account. So I was going to use this EKG as a springboard for discussion on the evolution of uh, EKGs in acute myocardial infarctions. So a uh, 55-year-old presents with uh, chest pain and they have uh, this EKG. So as you look at that, uh, some things that clearly pop out, um, you know, the rhythm is irregular, uh, but from other than the ectopic beats, the ectopy, um, is there anything that you can identify there that looks uh, particularly uh, different? Specifically, maybe uh, if you focus on leads V2 and V3, if you have these intrinsic rhythms with the P wave, the QRS complex, and the T wave. Yeah, peak T wave, exactly. So uh, as far as the differential diagnosis of peak T waves, uh, the most common reason that we would see a peak T wave would be hyperkalemia. Um, the second most common would be what these are, which is hyperacute T waves. Um, the distinction between peak T waves for hyperkalemia is that they tend to be more spiked, less, this, is, this would be considered less spiked and a bit more broader based. Um, the significance of that is uh, what, are, what are the first finding or first EKG findings in a patient that has an acute myocardial infarction? So I hear T-wave inversions, ST depression, depression, start down low, ST elevation. So all of those are findings that you see in the evolution uh, of an EKG in acute myocardial infarction. But the first finding is hyperacute Mm T-waves, oftentimes even before they come to the emergency room, obviously, uh, since even in the emergency setting where we're seeing these cases, we don't see them uh, uh, most of the time. So it ends up that, you know, this is what you see minutes after uh, a STEMI, or what's going to eventually become a STEMI. And I have another EKG to illustrate that. And it only, la- it only is present for uh, a few minutes in uh, isolation, maybe 30 minutes to an hour. Uh, and then the next thing that you see is uh, ST elevation. ST elevations can uh, uh, come on within generally an hour uh, and then persist for up to how long? What do you think? Yeah, you'd think it'd be, you know, just hours, but it can be up to several days. Um, And then uh, you start to see uh, uh, Q waves. Q waves can come on uh, as soon as the ST elevations start arising. Um, And then over the course of uh, a day or two, the T waves flip. And then after uh, a few days, uh, the T waves normalize. The only persisting finding from the STEMI is generally a Q wave. Okay. So uh, this illustrates these hyperacute T waves in the precordial leads, and this is sort of the subsequent EKG, which was uh, 30 minutes later. Um, so you can see that is much more characteristic finding, less likely to be missed as a STEMI than this. Um, and this shows a large anteroceptal myocardial infarction with ST elevation 
uh, six boxes, seven boxes in the uh, precordial leads, um, some changes in one in AVL because it's a very proximal LAD. So it actually get the CKG based on the calf, got the diagonal branches uh, that come off the LAD. So they got some of the uh, lateral uh, uh, EKG leads there. So hopefully this gives you a little bit of a perspective on this EKG as being a real harbinger for a STEMI. Uh, um, and then, you know, you have a little bit of perspective on the evolution of the EKG in an ST elevation MI, both in terms of the hyperacute T waves and then the evolution of the ST segments uh, and Q waves. So anyway, this patient goes through Yep, this patient went straight to a cat lab. Yeah, based on that initial Cardiac EKG. It wasn't, it wasn't alerted in the field. It was based on uh, uh, the second EKG, which was, you know, whatever, 15 minutes later, because okay. we did a repeat EKG. Wow. Cool? Yeah. So had their chest pain just started when they, like, they were like, I have chest pain, call EMS. Yeah. Cool. Right. Right. Hello, EMM listeners. We are dedicated to providing you with high-quality educational content free of charge and without ads. As a nonprofit organization, we rely solely on donations. So if you enjoy our show and are able to make a one-time or recurring donation to help cover our operational costs, any amount is helpful in making this show possible. Click the link in our show notes to make a donation. Thank you.